Hello, dear listeners. It is I, once again, DJ Star Sage, coming to you from the candy cupboard. Cupboard instead of shop, because, as many of us have, I've been working from home for these last few months. And uh, stay tuned, you are in store for another installment of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. Won't you join me? So how are you, and what have you been up to? I hope you've been responsible, mindful, thinking of others, been careful when you've stepped outside your door, and treated uh, the current situation just as you might uh, visiting a relative who uh, has a a fragile immune system, you know. uh, You wouldn't dare go around Grandma or Grandpa with the flu. So why should uh, now be any different? I myself have several masks and uh, it's practically a fashion statement. I mean, should they match your shoes or your belt? I tend to think more of your personality. So, uh, you know, I I have one with some shooting stars on it. It's kind of patriotic. And I have another one that uh, it looks kind of like the cosmos. You know, it's got some stars and some uh, nebula and some constellations and you get the idea so uh, we are uh, firmly ensconced in fall here in the North Americas autumn and it's actually my favorite time of year it's that uh, point between sweltering hot and uh, you know bone chilling cold that sweet spot, the Goldilocks zone, as they call it in astronomy. And uh, I, for one, am enjoying myself because uh, most nights lately, I've had my window open as I greet the Sandman. And just today, I actually ended up closing them because, uh, well, it's the last day of September as I record this. And this morning here in not-quite-apple-country, in in the western New York state, it was in the 50s as I went out on my morning walk. And uh, the weather service has hinted that we could be looking at a high of 60 today. So I know some of you in the southern climates think that that's already sweater weather. Uh, However, I enjoy a little bit of a chill, so I am just simply lounging in my sweatpants as I go about my work day, because, uh, well, I can. (laughs) And uh, speaking of work, it is my unhappy duty to report to you as I am recording this that unfortunately today 
is a, a very sad occasion for us here at Chateau Star Sage. Uh, after basically half his life, and with this particular company, the past 12 years, uh, hubby Billy has lost his position. His uh, employer, Granger's, has uh, bitten off more than they could chew. I've been telling you this for a while. And today, he and his boss, Josie, they turned in their keys to the landlord and said goodbye to their store. So it's, it's a bit sadder than, you know, graduating from school and thinking, I'll see you at the reunion because, well, um, Juniper Lake is the opposite direction from Oslo where I normally work and where Hubby grew up, so we don't know how often we're going to run into Josie or uh, Hubby's old teammates, but, uh, you know, we'll make an effort to try to stay in touch. It's just, you don't know which way the winds are going to blow and uh, where you're going to land. So, uh, you know, uh, it's changing times, certainly practically a generation after the internet made its way into our homes. People are buying most of their things online. Of course, the drawback to that is, is that you you can't try it on and well really can't right now anyways due to the uh, the, cr the viral crisis but uh, you know the world of retail is changing there's not as much room for as many brands as they once were and especially since they're going online you know you don't uh, have the opportunity to have a different face to that industry just because you're in a different part of the country you know, the World Wide Web is a global phenomenon, so you're not going to have, you know, a different person waiting on you behind the register or, you know, helping you out finding things on the shelves. Uh, those days are going behind us. And uh, since Hubby has spent half his lifetime at various places, in the industry, it's uh, it's kind of a time for a change of heart. Now, I won't get ahead of myself because uh, there are still uh, gears that are grinding, if you know what I mean. But uh, henceforth, I will simply be referring to Hubby's employment as Narnia. As uh, you might imagine, he's trying to, to find a home for his skill set and for the time being uh, at least for the coming holidays it's more than likely he'll be spending the majority of his time in the chateau here so uh, best of luck to us <laughs> trying to season that stockpot of uh, cabin fever <laughs> We have been together, oh, well, 
11 years now and married nine. And uh, during the pandemic, we had the most time spent together that we've ever since meeting. And uh, we'll each have our own corner of the house during the, you know, quote-unquote work day. So that should be interesting. And for the time being, at least, it seems that yours truly will continue to clock in from the old homestead here. Because, uh, you know, at the candy shops, uh, well, in the candy shops, uh, pursuit of penny-pinching, you know, I told you a number of years ago, just after I started with them, they decided to to save some money on uh, the pretty building that we lived in, and, or worked in, <laughs> lived in. Uh, um, and uh, they stuck us, yes, yeah, stuck us in a building that they owned, very, uh, functional building, if you know what I mean. Uh, something that was built during the World War II's in the 40's there. Nice little brick, practically windowless building. But I digress. And, uh, well, the, uh, the happy coincidence with that is that, uh, their budget-saving measures have, uh, forced us. Ow, ow, don't twist my arm. Uh, to work from home because we don't have enough floor space in our section of the building to maintain proper social distancing parameters. So, um, a little birdie tells me, and you know, that might be my union steward. Shh! Uh, <laughs> in their best efforts to get us to return to. Well, normal, some might say. Uh, um, there might have been an intervention there saying you can't do this because people's health and safety are at risk. So, yeah, we get to, to stay at home. And you know what? I could not be happier because, uh, well, I'm saving money on gas and I don't have to wake up as early. And I'm able to get my morning walk in, and let's face it, when you work for a company that has morale issues because they don't bother to make an investment in uh, the well-being of their employees, well, working from home is automatically a morale booster. <laughs> so... That's the update from here. Um, I dare say this episode is basically going to be dedicated to the the working man or, or person, you know, to the workforce. Because, uh, you know, in light of Hubby's losing his position, um, I just want to take a moment to, to put a spotlight on the importance of our essential workers in this country. You know, I've, I've mentioned before that I was raised by a career nurse and I had a father who was a stay-at-home parent and, you know, in light of, uh, of working folks, um, 
I just thought I'd mention that my father, before he hung up his hat to become a stay-at-home parent, he worked uh, several different jobs over the years, early days of being a newlywed. He wore many hats, as you might say. You know, he worked as a delivery truck driver. Uh, at one point, he hung draperies for department stores. I, I tend to think that might have been one of his last positions. Uh, might have been uh, a part-time job before he became a stay-at-home parent. He, at one point, also worked at a machine shop. You know, uh, those places that uh, work with metal and uh, might have done welding. Well, um, in the decade before I was born, he worked at a place that made fire hydrants, among other things. And to this day, no matter what part of the country I'm in, I could look at the street, at the curb, and uh, sometimes spot a, uh, a hydrant that may have been actually made by my my dear dad's uh, old employer. So, you know, he, he has a, a place in history, you might say. Uh, and then, of course, once he... Um, decided to become a stay-at-home parent. Once I was the the little surprise, the unexpected bundle of joy, he uh, he gave up having a second car because it was no longer something in the budget that mom and dad could afford. And mom, she, well, uh, you know, as a career nurse, she did what she could. She applied for a position with the, the uh, Veterans Administration, the VA, the folks that take care of the men and women who've served our country in the, uh, the armed forces. Well, uh, Mom took a position with the VA, and that meant a promotion for her. Of course, it also meant that uh, the family would have to pick up their nest and move closer. So by the time I came around, we were going to a different school in a, in a smaller town where I call the Haystack. And in those years, uh, Papa Star Sage, he uh, made the use of his skills. Uh, well, he, you know, during his early days of being a newlywed, uh, he was fortunate that his uh, stepsister, who was married to a man of, of some means, in that uh, he worked in carpentry and had uh, organized a team, a business, to build homes for a housing developer. And uh, in the early days of my father's uh, family, my family, before I was born, uh, Dad actually managed to build a couple of the houses that our family lived in. Now, uh, that continued on even after Mom accepted her promotion. And so my family has had the privilege of living in houses that my father personally built. In fact, 
by the time I came along, he was no longer building them for a developer, but as an investment, you know, mom and dad would uh, build one house and live there for a few years, and then we decide we want to move, in this case, to be closer to mom's work, and then we end up moving again. Um, but I was fortunate enough that uh, by the time I came along, I was the last at home, and mom and dad decided to stay put. So the uh, the house that remains in the family to this day, uh, one of I think the four at least houses that dad built, uh, are part of the family's uh, a legacy, I guess you'd say. And uh, my dear sweet eldest sister Ronnie as the eldest of the family, has kept the family home in the family. She bought that house from Mama Star Sage when uh, Mama remarried before her passing. And uh, well, we're very fortunate that we can call that place home. So, uh, although normally we would have our family gatherings there, uh, this year, with things being as they are, I'm not so sure that we're going to risk a family gathering. Now, truth be told, unfortunately, this uh, current viral crisis that we're in has uh, tended to become politicized. Some folks think that uh, somehow a person's health has uh, something to do with politics, although I don't know how protecting you and your loved ones from is something that doesn't care what your ideology is has any basis in, in fact. <laughs> you know, I, I tell folks, especially my closer family members that uh, if Mama Star Sage were still with us, things would be different because as a career nurse, she would be the first to tell you that there's nothing political about keeping you and your loved ones healthy. Unfortunately though, I have some family members, <coughs> nephews, <coughs> uh, who don't take their responsibilities seriously enough. Hmm, wonder where they got that from. Hmm, maybe their father? Hmm, my brother? Uh, Jughead? Wait, okay. Uh, moving on from judgment. <laughs> One of the reasons why I'm not so sure that, uh, you know, having our traditional family gatherings this year would be a smart idea. And uh, although certainly the isolation that a lot of us have been going through this year uh, has put us on all on edge and tested our nerves and uh, has uh, inspired a craving for human contact, I, I'm, again, I'm dubious that uh, getting together is all that smart. Um, 
certainly with the coming weather, you know, the change in season, it's going to be a challenge for people. We've uh, come to accept the idea that getting together outdoors is a acceptable substitute uh, with the current crisis for social gatherings because uh, when there aren't four walls around you, you know, you've got nature and so long as you maintain proper distance and have a mask, uh, you know, we seem to think that there's less likelihood of endangering each other's health. So, when uh, the colder season comes, you know, are, are you going to, uh, you know, test the waters? Are you going to put a strain on your friendships? If you have any new friendships are, that are forming, are they going to survive the, uh, the test of that time? These are questions that I even ask myself as Hubby Billy and I have recently become friends with a couple I've mentioned briefly as uh, Trapper and Quincy. You know, they uh, have uh, ventured out with us a few times, actually about three or four times, and, you know, I'm, I'm concerned that right now um, you know, it's it, of course it's just bad timing because uh, they moved from a decade living in New York City to uh, to having a, a change of pace. They want to come back here out to the the uh, slower pace of uh, Western New York, where they can be closer to family. And you know, while that change and uh, moving into a house has uh, taken time away from us. It's, it's still too early to have any sort of, uh, you know, a sense of seriousness, of course, that we're going to be friends forever, but uh, we do get along well with them, and I like to think that um, they're going to be important resources to have, you know, somebody that you can count on, somebody that you can talk to, somebody that you look forward to seeing, and when we are uh, leaning towards uh, sealing ourselves into our igloos for the winter here, it, uh, it seems a tough uh, cookie to, to chew, but, you know, we make... Uh, Necessary sacrifices and uh, just hope for the best. So I've yammered on for a bit, <laughs> and uh, I need to remind you that we have our next episode of Matinee Minutia, that show I do about film and television trivia, coming up uh, just around the corner here in a couple of days on Friday, October 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern. We are going to be talking about the early to mid-90s TV sitcom that was originally part of TGI. TGI, uh, TGI Friday is on ABC. It's a sitcom about, uh, well, kind of like the Brady Bunch, but a 90s spin. You've got the this couple coming together after they've uh, had a life before with their kids. 
And this is their second timeout, their second marriage. Patrick Duffy from former Dallas fame. And Suzanne Summers, who you might have seen in the early seasons of Three's Company and some uh, fitness programs. They uh, are a married couple bringing their kids together in a family on a show called Step by Step. And this ran for seven seasons. Come by. Go to matineeminutia.com. Click the tower for streaming audio and enter Discord to participate in our chat room. So, now that we are coming to the end of this episode, need to remind you folks, in the same vein of my dear hubby losing his job, uh, the the pandemic crisis has not been kind to our economy. Many small businesses have had to close. Just here in not quite apple country, I can tell you that there was a tattoo parlor that opened up just a year or two ago. Seemed like it had a good start. Now, of course, because of crisis, they can't afford to open. They have people, they have artists that are without a paycheck. And, you know, you can't really do uh, tattooing safely. I mean, yes, they wear gloves, but, uh, you know, it'd be nice if they could have more than a couple of clients on a given day. Also, I've seen some mom-and-pop restaurants. They've had to close their doors, you know, possibly forever. And, of course, our essential workers are people that work in the grocery stores and of course are nurses I can't forget you know uh, having been raised by a career nurse that these people have been caught in the middle of all this and uh, you know even if you're like me you're working from home you know you, you gotta go out and uh, you know get the bread and the butter and the eggs and the bacon you know the people behind those counters they have family and loved ones too and they are taking their life into their own hands if you are not mindful of their personal space. So be kind, wear your mask, and observe proper social distancing. Sanitize, wash your hands, please. And, you know, maybe you're buying things online this year, but if you go out to a store Remember, times are tough, and it wouldn't kill you to put a smile on, even if you're having a bad day. Okay, so maybe they can't see the smile from behind the mask, but be kind to others. It's important, because so many of us are starved for attention for human contact and those few hours a day that someone gets to be outside their house because maybe their kids are at home having to learn inside the house remotely people are on edge and we just need to be nice to each other do the world a favor and uh, if you haven't participated in the process 
please get out and vote here in the U.S. It is more important than ever that you let your voice be heard. And if you have any difference of opinion on how things are going in this country, please vote for change. November 3rd or earlier, maybe your county or local government has early voting. I am not risking it. I am not doing the mail-in ballot, even though I would like to. With the news of what's been being done to the postal service in the country, this country, I'm not sure I can trust that. I'm going to do early voting in my county, and I will show up in person with a mask because I'm already doing that when I'm getting my groceries and I am letting my voice be heard. Alright folks, stay safe please and uh, do your best to stay in touch with loved ones and take some time for yourself. You can tweet me at DJ Starsage, email me djstarsage at gmail.com Hope to see you in the chat room on Friday night for Matinee Minutia. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. Oliver. This has been an Ollibug production. Chubb's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti.